Hello and welcome to the Wealth Alliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal, your host, and this is episode number 10. We have a special guest speaker, Tressa Stevens. She is an amazing photographer. She's going to share some of the insight of her business, how she got started, and how you can really spend your time, energy, and money investing in your business. Welcome to the Self-Reliance Wealth Podcast. My name is Dave Deal, and I am your host to learning how you can create side hustle income. Hello, and welcome to episode number 10 of the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal, and I'm your host. Today, we have an amazing guest speaker that has been in the photography business now for quite some time, and she has an incredible story. And this really is one of those businesses that a lot of people think it's so easy to get into, but there's so many different pieces and components that they don't think of when they get started. It takes a very unique individual to be able to run this type of business. And Tress has been able to build something that absolutely blows me away with the business that she's designed, all based uh, mostly upon referrals. So with that, Tressa, come on out and tell us a little bit about yourself and about your business. Hi, guys. Um, I, uh, my name is Tressa, and I have been married for about four and a half years now. And that's an important part of my story, because without my husband, I would not have ever started um, this photography journey um, I had always wanted a nice camera, but I was so scared I'd get it and not use it. And so I'd never even really told anyone that I wanted one, but I'd always been really picky with pictures and angles and just, I, you know, I cared and I felt like I noticed things that other people didn't. And luckily my husband, Riley, he noticed that. And one year he surprised me for my birthday right before we went on a trip to Mexico with a DSLR camera and um, I feel kind of bad for him because we went to Mexico and literally the entire time all I did was play with my camera and he actually had a small background in photography so he taught me the basics and then I just was obsessed. All I thought about was taking pictures and in my free time I was researching or taking pictures and exploring and slowly that just became... A business somehow that's so cool did you ever think that it would potentially become a business or at the beginning was it just like well I kind of want to do it for personal use or did you kind of have that mindset of hey I, I bet I could turn this into business from the very beginning I never had the thought of make trying to make money ever um, it was more just I loved it and that's all I wanted to do I mean I I was a teacher and I taught eighth grade and literally during my prep period when I didn't have students, if I didn't have schoolwork to be grading, I was literally online researching. Like at all times I was thinking about this and um, I, it was just for me for fun. And as I started taking pictures and I started reaching out to photographers just to ask them questions. And what's funny is the photographers I was reaching out to, they were not, um, like family photographers or wedding photographers. They were actually landscape photographers. And that's what I started out doing. And then slowly people just started asking me to take pictures. <laughs> that's so cool. I love it. So tell us a little bit about that too. So 
you know, when you got started, you started reaching out to these different people. What was that like? Because I think a lot of times, you know, if we're getting started on a new project or we want to try and start a business, we're scared to reach out to other people that, you know, potentially could be better at it than us. And we think, well, why would they want to talk to me? I don't know. Maybe you didn't feel that way, but I know I've definitely felt that way, you know, in getting in the beginning. Yeah. And I wasn't, again, I wasn't reaching out to these people so I could make money. It was more just because I loved it and I admired their work. And um, there were two male photographers. And again, they were landscape outdoor photographers that I reached out to. And it was really interesting. I had two crazy different experiences. The first experience um, was a man that I had met from some time living in Russia. And I looked up to him and thought of him as a great guy. But I actually had a really negative experience with him because he pretty much told me my camera sucked and I needed to upgrade everything. And he kind of just made it really hard and it just wasn't positive. He didn't make me feel very good. He just basically said, this is how I do it. This is how you should do it. And you need the best technology to be good at it. And I left that feeling really bummed. And what gave you the, yeah, what gave you the power to kind of push through that? Well, I don't don't know. I, um, I think I told my in-laws about that and they were friends, um, with a different landscape photographer and they, um, we ran into him one time when I was with them and they introduced me and he, this was just literally a week or two after my bad experience he looked at a few of my pictures just quickly on my phone and was so kind and was just like, wow, I love your work. I can tell that you can capture movement. And he was so uplifting and so excited to work with me. And he offered right away to take me up into the mountains and to take some pictures. And I kind of told him about my negative experience and he just laughed and he said, it doesn't matter how amazing of a technology or how amazing your lens or your camera is. If you don't have a good eye, it doesn't matter. And he just really helped my confidence and just said, you know, don't listen to him, do whatever you want. And that's the point is to have fun. And he made me feel good. And so it was crazy how within like three weeks, I had such a opposite experience, but I'm so thankful for that second photographer and that he encouraged me and kind of, said, don't listen to that other guy. No, that's awesome. I mean, I think that is something that happens quite frequently. You know, we have a bad experience with something and we try and basically just shut down and we get discouraged, but you never really reach the full potential of what something can be until you break through that first barrier. And so, you know, it sounds like that's really what this experience was for you is it it was almost that confidence booster to say, you know what, I can do this. And, uh, you know, you look back, how long ago was that now? That was probably three years ago. And you look back now and you say, if you would have stopped three years ago, what would your life look like? <laughs> but you didn't, right? Yeah. And you continued through and, and now look at the, the results that have come from that. Yeah, totally crazy. I love it. So what would you say has been one of the best or most influential pieces of your business as you've been able to grow it? you know, from that very uh, beginning time when you weren't even planning on making money to now where you have something that's actually quite sustainable that helps uh, continue to grow your business as well as help support your family? Um, I'd say there's two parts to this. I think the first thing was I needed a supporter. I never would have believed in myself enough to even consider 
trying this if it weren't for my husband. Um, I just, because of his belief in me, because of his encouragement, and just because he was okay with me being obsessed with this, um, I had the confidence to try this. And so I think it really helps when you have some type of support and anchor when you start because it's really scary and you feel really vulnerable when you start a business like this. And then the second part, um, I'd say just with relationships with everyone in the community, um, if I didn't have friends and acquaintances that trusted me at the very beginning and, you know, offered to help me and work with me, then I never would have known that I was actually decent and good at this photography and then I never would have had the pictures to show everyone else and then let my business grow so it really is all about people I think I love that so another point on that uh when you got started did you go right into kind of that sales mode of hey I'm taking pictures everybody let me know if you want it what was kind of that initial transition from taking pictures for fun to uh this is actually generating money well, it started with a good friend and her family. She, we were talking and I, I kind of just told her, you know, oh, I, you know, I kind of want to try taking pictures of people, but I don't even know how to start. And she was so kind and she said, hey, like, let's just, why don't you take pictures of my family? And so we went out one evening and she got her family all ready and we just played around and had a good time. And somehow the pictures from that were just amazing, like still <laughs> some of the best pictures I've ever taken. And um, from there, people, I mean, she put them online on social media. I put them on social media. And all of a sudden, people started just reaching out to me. And so the hard part with that transition then was to take myself seriously and you know, how long do I do this service for free or for cheap? Because I am, you know, I'm not very, um, at that point, I didn't have much experience. So I slowly had to figure out how, you know, how much to charge, how much to take myself seriously, and slowly it grew. And then once, once I had a busy schedule, I realized, okay, I have to charge people <laughs> like <laughs> I and I, I had to value my my product, my skills. No, I love that. And I feel like that's one of the toughest things to do as an entrepreneur is how do I, how do I really set up my pricing structure to where the value is there for both sides, right? Because you're trying to create a win-win. You want to create value for pictures. You want to create value for your time. Um, was there a certain system that you used to just say, okay, this is what my pricing structure is, or did you just kind of um, come up with something and test it out? Well, I started out with really close friends and family. And so I hard, I didn't charge them very much, but then I went online and I started marketing myself on the local um, pages and I just kind of picked around a number that wasn't super high. Like I didn't feel like I was overcharging. And when, when complete strangers wanted to hire me based off of my work, I realized, okay, I can charge more because... I know that I am still undercharging for people in my trade and slowly I was able to raise my price. Cause one thing I think people don't realize in the photography industry and in other industries is when their prices are too low, they're not only hurting themselves, but they're hurting the other people in their industry. 
And I had to value that. And so I've slowly raised my prices and I've seen people, other photographers around me do the same thing or not do the same thing and how much it actually hurts them because they're not valuing themselves. And in the end, they're hurting me and other photographers. Yeah, no, that's a very, very valid point. I love it. Uh, let's kind of transition a little bit here to uh, the topic of this episode, as well as the theme kind of for the month is talking about investment. This could be investment of money. It could be investment of time, energy. How important and have you really been able to make the decisions from an investment standpoint? I mean, cameras that you're dealing with now are very, very expensive. How did you know, okay, this is the time that I need to take the next step and invest in this camera, even though it's scary or, you know, other equipment or whatever the case is. And then from a time standpoint, I, I know you have, you know, a growing family and how do you balance kind of the, the time with family to running the business? I know it's kind of a two-part question there, but what are some of your thoughts on that? Um, I think for me, um, so I started taking pictures for that very first family in the early fall, I think it was of 2015. And by the next spring, I had enough interest that I decided to set a goal that I, I needed a nicer camera, I needed a nicer lens, and I needed a nicer computer so that I could do everything. And together, all of the things I wanted were over five grand, which, you know, isn't necessarily cheap. And so my husband and I, we just put a goal together and we said, okay, this is how much money I need to make. And I would obviously use the money from the business to um, invest in these things that would only make me better. And what's crazy is I gave myself, I think, like four months to make that much money. And I made it in like two months. <laughs> it was awesome. so weird, like how fast I made it. And it was a little scary, you know, all of a sudden dropping all of this money on this equipment. But from there, it only made my product and um, nicer and better. And I only got more interest after that. And then after that, I felt like I could take myself more seriously. Like I could start doing weddings. I could start doing nicer events because I had the nicer equipment. And so I think investing in nicer things for your trade or your product is super important. Just set goal. I think setting goals is a big part of it. And then realizing that it'll only improve your trade. Sure. And then how about from a education standpoint? I mean, there's always different shots that you can get, different angles, different lighting techniques. How much time do you invest into your education or even from a dollar standpoint? I'm sure, you know, you maybe you spent uh, money with different people or, in, you know, obviously in your equipment. But what, what does that kind of look like? You know, I think... For me, the most valuable investment was time. There's so much free, so many free resources online that I just spent hours and hours and hours researching and even just looking at images and then just being outside taking pictures and, you know, seeing what it's like in harsh light and different lighting and different situations and that time, um, is the most important investment. There are some seminars and classes and workshops I have gone to, and those have definitely helped, but I've found that for me, the most important thing was the time 
whether it was researching or just getting out and trying different things. And, um, and obviously just as I got more work that helped because it got me out and I, you know, I made a lot of mistakes. I've learned from my mistakes and then I've learned from my successes. And now a couple of years later, I have this amazing system that just keeps getting better. And, um, so does that, is that a good answer? Yeah, no, that's, time? that's, that's, that's I, right I on. Time is the most important investment for sure. I would totally agree. Cause it really is. It's crafting your skill, right? I mean, you're, you're yeah. honing it in, you're getting better, you're getting better. And that's really what changes the game and sets you apart from, I mean, cause God, we're in Utah. There's a gazillion photographers, Yeah. but you have to set yourself apart. And I think that only happens because your work speaks volumes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, it was super interesting within a month, about a year ago, I went to two different, I paid for two different um, like classes. And one was a couple hundred dollars with this amazing photographer. And then one was literally $15, just an hour long with another amazing photographer, but in a much bigger classroom setting. And I found that the 15 was actually a better investment of my money. And so I've learned that just because something has a high dollar doesn't mean it's actually going to help me in my trade. And so I've had to learn to not just throw money into these courses and think that it's going to help, but actually figure out what I really need. If that I love that. No, that's, that's, amazing because yeah, I think you're right. There's so many people out there. You call them the course junkies where they're just course after course, but it really comes down to the action, but then also focusing that energy, that time and that money on the thing that's going to help you the most, instead of just having this big overview, you're like honing it into that ground level perspective where it's like, okay, hey, this is what's going to make this business grow. It's what's going to make me better. And yeah, no, I mean, I think you hit it right on the head. So how about from a, a family standpoint? I think one of the biggest fears that a lot of people have is, you know, I want to start a business, but I don't want to take time away from my family or, I, you know, I'm already working a job, um, but I would love to get to the point where eventually my business starts small and, and grows to the point where I can replace my income. But how have you been able to work the business around the family? Um, well, first off, as a mom... Um, it can be tough <laughs> to be a mom. And so for me, actually, I consider, you know, not even talking financially, but just um, for me to have my own thing that kind of takes me away from just feeling like a stay at home mom all day changing diapers. Photography has given me my own creative outlet and my own time away. And I feel like that actually only helps me be a better mom. So um, in my situation, I'm just thankful to have my own thing, if that makes sense. Well, and realistically, that probably makes you a better mom because when you're home, you're home and you yeah. have an outlet to just kind of decompress, if you will. Yeah, because I might have, you know, a long day at home with a crazy toddler and then that evening I have a photo shoot and before the photo shoot, I'm exhausted and I kind of feeling like, I don't know, a crazy person having hung out with this little child <laughs> all day. 
and I get home from my photo shoot and I am rejuvenated and re-energized and I come home and I appreciate my child so much more and want to be a better mom. And so I think from that point, the business is a really big blessing. Um, And then also just that additional income. And I just try to use my time wisely. Um, I'm not editing or taking pictures all day. And I can work my schedule around my husband's schedule and around my in-laws schedule. And they get to spend time with Rosie. And most of the time, this business is not a burden to our family, which is such a blessing for us. No, I love that. Uh, Let's transition over to the relationship side. You mentioned earlier that, you know, having certain people and building these relationships has been super valuable in your business. And one of the, the terms that I use is relationship capital. What type of time or energy or what is kind of your strategy to building long-term relationships, whether it be with clients or other photographers, um, even family, what has been kind of your secret to success as far as really developing strong relationships? Hmm, That's a tricky question. I don't think I intentionally um, think, oh, I need to get to know this person so that I can make money for my business. Um, Instead, I think I just, I live in a smaller community. And so as I've gotten to know people and just work with people in the community and from teaching and from church, um, from knowing them that way, um, I've gotten, that's how I've gotten business. And I try to be really careful about not pressuring people that, are in the community to feel like they have to use me because I don't ever like feeling (laughs) pressured into anything (laughs) but I just I want them to know that I care about them and that you know if if they wanted me to take their pictures I'd be happy to and (laughs) no that's very well (laughs) you're you're it's perfect because one of the things that I've talked about before is mentorship, right? People talk about this mentorship thing and it's like, well, I got to go out and find a mentor. And one of the big points that I try to make to people is it's, it's a value for value exchange, right? You're not going out to just build a relationship to build the relationship to build your business, but you're going out to create value, add value to the community, help surround, and you just develop friendships. And those friendships eventually get to the point where it's like, oh, hey, I need my, my, pictures done can you come take them and it it is so non-pressure but the best part about it is you build I mean your your business now is based on referrals for the most part right yeah yeah and that's only because you've spent the time to develop these strong relationships where people and then you do a good job obviously that's Mm -hmm. super important too but you live up to your expectations and you've developed amazing relationships with people to the point where you know you you're just the first person they think about and I, it's how it was for us, right? I mean, you took our our pictures, family pictures, uh, Max's newborns, and we took a, a class from you to learn about photography so we could kind of just learn how to take pictures of Max, you know, throughout to the time that he grows up. And it was n- like the most non-pressure sales, but it was like the first option. Well, why wouldn't we call her? You know what I mean? Like, And that's – you've done a very good job at that. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I just think that – um, 
it's all about relationships. Obviously, you need to have a good product and a good skill. But if people don't like you, <laughs> they're not going to hire you or rehire you. And um, whether the product is amazing quality or not, it's way more about people. And I love that. Relationships. No, I love that. So we're coming close on time here, but I've got one more question. And that is, what advice would you give someone that's wanting to get their side hustle business off the ground? I mean, whether it be just a couple hundred dollars a month to a few thousand dollars a month. I mean, you've seen that growth pattern throughout your business. But what kind of advice would you give to somebody just starting out? Um, well, I'd first talk about what we were just saying. It's about relationships and if people if all you care about is money people will know and that's never attractive to anyone when dealing with a product or a skill that they're going to pay money for um so i think just relationships and when you start off you have to be willing to give a lot at the beginning i didn't charge several hundred dollars I started off giving a bit of my, a lot of my time and my skill. And then once people started to value it, I was able to slowly raise prices. And so I just think if you can find people who are just, you know, open to give their time and you're able to give them your product back for free or for a really good deal once others see what you have given them they will hopefully value it and then you can slowly start to make money if that makes sense totally does okay we are coming up on time here is there anything else that you would like to add in closing and also if people want to reach out to you and connect with you see some of your photography or even uh, hire you to take their photos how can they get in touch with you um I think my biggest advice is you just have to like what you're doing <laughs> if you don't even like it um I would be shocked if you can be successful you have to have some type of passion about it and then again like I said it's just about relationships you know offer your skill or your product to the people that you care about around you and it will slowly grow and um, make sure you also believe in yourself and take yourself seriously because after time um, people will try and take advantage of you if you don't learn to have a backbone and learn to say you know what this is what I offer and this is the price <laughs> and I that love that really hard for me because it's super vulnerable putting a price next to your trade and being scared that you're not gonna make the customer happy but um it's worth it and um if anyone would like to talk to me or contact me again my name is Tressa Stevens and I'd say the best way is probably my Instagram handle it's at she be still photography with a period between each of those so she be still photography and i would you know love to help anyone if anyone has any questions awesome tressa thank you so much for taking your time today i really appreciate it and uh, this was an amazing episode and everybody check out this episode if you haven't 
please do follow her on Instagram. She's got some amazing photos and she really does bring such value to the industry. So thanks again, Tressa and everybody have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wealth Reliance Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about who we are and what we do, check out our website, www.selfreliantwealthwealth.com. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle. Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.